Welcome back, This Week in Marvel listeners. I'm Marvel.com editor Ben Morse with our penultimate Infinity special here with Tom Brevoort. Hello. Editor of Infinity, man who wears many hats here at Marvel. One on the hook behind you. Yes, yes, I do. Several more on your desk. Yes, I do. Uh, we're doing that even before we came on the air here. Tom was actually telling me some very cool stuff. He's going back over with me the stuff he was editing ten years ago, twenty yeah. years ago. It was neat. I've been around for a long time. Neat. It was neat to get so. So we just, just just to establish this, yeah. I am very old. Well, you started very young. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. I turn around. Yeah, Today. I'm in that. I'm in that sad place now. Oh. I'm in that sad place. There was a time mm. when we used to get interns in. Mm-hmm. And the interns would say, my first comic, the thing I loved, maybe a reader, was this, and it was the thing that I edited. Yeah. And that was like, oh, man, you're old. Yeah. Now we're getting interns in who, you started at Marvel in 1989? I was born in 1993, who weren't even alive when I started. It's getting rough. You know, and we're starting to get close to the... My dad always talked about that comic that you edited because oh, he man. really loved it portion of, of, of life. So it's uh, it's okay. But, you know, that that's the, that's the downside of being the last of the generation. Ah, but there's so much upside, too. We get so many cool stories and yep, stuff like that. Yep. We all get to benefit. Yeah, it was funny. <laughs> I was talking to uh, completely opposite. I was talking to uh, one of our... Marvel fans, who's also one of the WWE wrestlers earlier this week, and he was talking about how he's working with a lot of some of his idols, some of the guys he grew up watching. Yeah, he's now yeah. wrestling them, and I was like, oh yeah, the same thing happens at Marvel. Yeah. Where, you know, we'll, we'll... Yes, we too wrestle our idols exactly. here at Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about Infinity number five. Number five. As well as the last two uh, Avengers tie-ins, 22 and 23. Okay, all right. We'll get to those a little bit. But uh, yeah, this was... Again, I love the cover here. We got all the fists going up in the air. Very distinct cover by Adam Kubert. Yes. How did you guys land on that one? Because that's definitely not, you know, it's not the typical shot of one hero, one villain, especially as you've been doing it in Infinity. Well, with the, with all the Infinity covers, we were we were looking to go very graphic mm-hmm. uh, and very simple. It all came from the original design that uh, uh, Chris Montecaro and Tom Marvelli and the guys in the creative service department uh, came up with in terms of the look of uh, the trade dress. Mm-hmm. And in fact, none of the covers that we've done, I think, have been as simple and as streamlined as the original comps that they did. So, right. so uh, you know, in, in essence, a little bit was lost because you had to translate this thing from an abstract idea to we actually need six covers that relate to the book that we're doing, mm. um, which sometimes happens. But so the the intention all along was every cover will will be fairly simple and graphic. Every color, every cover will be sort of color coded. It'll have a different right. color. It's one color, uh, yeah. and that'll actually relate to the to the core tie-ins and Avengers and New Avengers, yeah. and even the other tie-ins. You know, we'll do the border or we'll do the fade on the the uh, Infinity uh, uh, trade dress. They are the same color, so you kind of have a sense as to where it goes. Uh, and so, you know, I sat down at a certain point with Jonathan and brainstormed a bunch of these, uh, and the, the, the uh, you know, fist in the air of the Avengers was one of the first ones that he had, so... It's cool. It's it's different, and it really also gives an indication of the kind of diversity of his Avengers team. Right. Just the different sizes and the different weapons <laughs> and all that there's cool just, stuff. There's a lot of guys. There's yeah. a lot of hands I'm sure raised. they're not all on the cover there. No. That is just a no. small sampling. But if you folded it out, yeah, we did a gatefold, cool. it would have oh, been... Back to the days of gatefolds. Yeah. 
Um, speaking of, yeah, going back to what you wrote in 1993. <laughs> so this issue, uh, again, we, we, we left off in issue number four kind of with the builders somewhat defeated but unleashing the ellipse. Right. And we almost join, not almost, we very much join kind of the battle in progress here. And the battle's actually going well for our heroes. Right, they're, uh, right. They're going planet to planet. They're picking up a lot of allies. We see a little bit more detail, particularly in Avengers 22 and in some of the tie-in issues. But really, by halfway through this issue, the Builders' plot has been somewhat Yeah, resolved. technically, the Builders are really defeated yeah. in in the last Avengers tie-in, right. the Captain Universe tie-in. So right. really, all that's left is mopping up the various uh, yeah. pockets of Aleph's and and uh, uh, you know, putting the universe back aright yeah. and constructing giant letter A's yes. out of scrap metal mm -hmm. to stand up yeah. uh, like a stop sign a on, cool on your planets. I wonder how long it's going to stay up. I can't imagine <laughs> that that's very... You go, you go back now, it's covered in graffiti. Yeah, it's, it's got it's like flyers for bands on it. It's really... That. It's really disgraceful, like man. Ads you would, you like would that. think they'd be more, they, they, they'd have more of a sense of <laughs> cultural memory, but they really don't on that planet. But actually, the erecting of the A brings me around to the first thing I noticed, and that was kind of the bigger sense of this whole series. Typically, comic stories in a lot of senses, especially when you go into outer space like this, are about, okay, we've got our heroes, in this case, the Avengers, and they're facing overwhelming odds. And the thing that kind of links everything together is they're always, there might be an ally or two here. But generally, it's, okay, it all comes down to us. We can't right. count on anybody else, and it's us against the universe. That's against the world. Infinity was really a story of the Avengers not fighting everybody, but unifying. Yes. And it gets right there. Yes. They, there's a whole sequence of them calling things Avengers World. Yeah. And we've talked on these podcasts how, you know, they brought in Gladiator. They got Ronin to join yep. up with yep. them. Yep, Um well, this story, again, yeah. when it was originally put together, and in fact, the titles of the Avengers issues, which I think are in on the recap page, but yeah. I, now, I'm now double-thinking that, so <laughs> they're not there, it's fine. You know, uh, the first arc that we did on Avengers and the first movement in Avengers was Avengers World, World. Uh, and, and this storyline is Avengers Universe. Right. So it's, it's sort of taking the concept of Avengers World and doing it bigger. Yeah. Uh, and doing it more widespread. So, yeah, this was definitely, not only were the stakes bigger, but this was about the Avengers going out uh, and, and uniting and unifying uh, and bringing sort of under their banner, under their colors, all the various uh, uh, races of the Marvel Universe in the same sort of way that they brought together all these sorts of different individuals from right. throughout the, the Earth. In fact, secret thing, um, and it, didn't, it never quite... Uh, it never quite worked the way we wanted to, which is why we sort of abandoned it. Mm. Um, but uh, and Jonathan may may be irritated now that I tell you this because uh -oh. it was it was a thing. But uh, initially and originally, the uh, the Avengers uh, lineup, the machine graphic yes. that we run in every issue yes. of Avengers, um, if you take that and you tilt it like. 45 degrees it becomes a map of the galaxy oh. and you and if you look at how all the various characters are arrayed you get a sense of who is where and what's going on that that was actually connected to a larger uh, a larger piece right. graphically uh, here so that yeah. that was sort of a map of the the Milky Way spiral galaxy That's... and and how and where everybody was going to was going to yeah. you know uh, uh, 
unit up in yeah. the course of this thing. That's really interesting. Now that you're saying it, I can see the you know, Milky Way thing, but yeah. also, it yeah. Didn't, again, it didn't quite, as we got into the actual mechanics of the story, it didn't quite map as, as closely, partly because some of the races, even in the planets that we've gone to, aren't in the Milky Way galaxy. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, um, so, so we never actually quite got around to to showing that or sealing the deal on that, but yeah. it's uh, it's there. So a little Easter egg for the podcast listeners. That's cool. So they can seem to be smarter yeah. than their non-listening colleagues. Yeah, show up your friends. Colleagues. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, I definitely spent many a uh, train rider comic reading trying to figure out how these different characters aligned. Right. So it's good to know I was not doing it totally in Nope, vain. there, there was, a, there was a, a plan to it all. There was, mm-hmm. a, there was a structure and a scheme. What'll be... Obviously, we'll have to read to see what the lasting effects will be. But the fact that these places are all Avengers worlds now, the fact that they are united to some degree, uh, that there are big letter A's erected <laughs> all over the place, is this a little bit of a status quo change moving forward? Suddenly, do we see the rest of the universe being a little more friendly to the Avengers? And to I think I, mean, I think you'll have to wait and see. Sure. Certainly in Infinity 6, which will give you a real sense of where a lot of this stuff ends up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then go moving ahead. But the thing that I would say, because I've been asked this question a couple of times mm-hmm. already, is, um, you know, this is like, this moment is like the the Allies at the end of World War II, right. or very close to the end of World War II. Right. And we've toppled the Axis powers, or just about, and we're yeah. finishing up the mop-up, and everybody's very happy and Everybody joyous, great. and they're yeah. cracking open uh, the champagne, and then it's only a matter of time before individually all those nations get back to the business of their own personal needs and agendas and right. desires uh, and in all likelihood are button up against one another again. Right. Certainly, you know, it, it took a threat as massive and, and galaxy-shaking as the builders to put the Kree and the Skrulls, whatever remained of the Skrulls, on the same side. Right. Uh, just the fact that they were together here does not necessarily mean that next Thursday they're mm-hmm. still going to be there. Right now, everybody's uh, agendas and needs are are aligned. They're united. Um, but tomorrow, they may not might not be, or we might be back more to status quo. Well, that problem is done with, and you know these scrolls are still smelly and they change shape, and we gotta we gotta shoot them in the face. Yeah. Uh, and the same sort of thing goes, I think, to the Avengers. If nothing else, what this has done. Is it has sort of uh, illustrated in a large uh, way um, that what the Galactic Council had said and done about the Earth um, in at the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. is is pretty relevant and is pretty true that that the stuff on Earth is dangerous mm-hmm. and maybe we should like leave it alone a little more to either you know succeed or fail uh, and so maybe cordoning it off is a good idea. Um, you know, plus, um, you know, uh, uh, for those who read New Avengers 11, which was a previous mm-hmm. podcast, um, not everybody out in the universe knows, but certainly the builders know that the real reason that they were doing all this stuff and coming here is to get to Earth. Is Earth is the center point of the incursions, yep. which is a situation that threatens everybody. Yeah. Uh, and certainly when the Shi'ar or the Skrulls or the Kree or whomever become aware of that... They won't be thrilled. Yeah, they may perhaps regret yeah. <laughs> having, having uh, you know, unified and taken a stand and not just kind of cleared their planets and stuff out of the way. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, for, uh, 
you know, for their own self-preservation here because mm -hmm. that situation threatens them as much as anybody else. And mm -hmm. granted, most of the Avengers don't know about it either, but it's a, it's a real thing, and the mm -hmm. builders weren't, you know, tearing their way across the, the, the universe just cause. Yeah, they just were tearing kids. across the universe to try and save it yeah. um, by blowing up the Earth. Yeah. And of course, we'll see more of that. That'll... Uh those ramifications are to come in New oh, yes. Avengers and elsewhere. Uh, moving forward with this issue, finally our A-plot meets up with our other A-plot <laughs> because there's not a B-plot. Um, Captain America, Thor kicking back, having some alien beer that, yep. that Captain America is not supposed to be able to handle when a Gladiator comes with the somber news about what Thanos has done to Earth. Right. Um, I want to talk about the Avengers' attitude as they turn around to kind of face this. Because they're on that high of the victory over the builders. Um, there's really two ways you can go with it. Um, and I think, you know, obviously, given what characters they are, we kind of know where to go. But you can either say, I've already dealt with all this. This is just one more thing. I can't deal with it. Or you can say, I'm unstoppable right now. Right. And they right. do seem to take more of the kind of undaunted approach. Um, a little a little bit. Yeah. I think you see more, well, again, particularly when you get to Avengers 22. Yeah. Definitely. Um, you get more of a sense, you know, for one that that different characters are gonna gonna react, yeah, react to this differently and deal with this differently. And even the more, uh, uh, you know, the more stalwart, the more uh, uh, warrior centric characters, you know, they're tired. Yeah, they're they've just been through a war. And again, if, if you were done fighting World War Two mm -hmm. and it was VE Day. And everything, and then suddenly it was like, oh, by the way, we need you to have one more fight, you know, in your hometown. Yeah. You know, yeah, you would do it because you had to do it, and it had to be done, and you were the guys, but, you know, there would be kind of a sense of, oh, I just put the weapon down. Yeah. I just got done. We just... Okay. Yeah. And, you know, and so different characters are going to feel that in, you know, in uh, in different ways, and we right. see that illustrated pretty pretty concretely in Avengers, Avengers 22. 22. Yeah, we see kind of um, particularly manifold. Yeah. He's having a tough time with things. Understandable. Yeah. He's still very new at this. Yeah. He's been asked to do a lot. Yes. Yes. Uh, we also see it in a, in a different sort of way with Cannonball, Sunspot, and Smasher. Right. And, of course, that's a big reveal of earlier, you know, almost as a toss to sideline Infinity, we knew that Smasher was in love with somebody. Right. I had no idea it was going to be. And it ended up being Cannonball, yep. of all people. Yep. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. Good for Cannonball. He's getting some. Yeah, that's all. In space. That's all to say about that. <laughs> Sunspot seemed pretty More importantly, Sunspot isn't. Yeah, Sunspot Aww. seemed pretty bummed out about it. No, nah, he, uh, he was just yanking, yanking Sam's chain. Yeah. That, that wasn't, uh, there was no... Actual. Yeah, it's good. To, I mean, it's good to see those guys. I know Jonathan loves those characters. I know a lot of people love those characters. Yeah, it's good yeah. to see them to get some uh, some screen time and hopefully yeah. more in the future. That's a cool dynamic. Yeah, they're also uh, when we get to the Marvel Now point one, mm. the the lead-in story to Avengers World. Right. Um, it's it's mostly or it's very much about them. So oh, that, right. So in that, you you get to see them have a little more screen time and. Uh, go on a crazy adventure Good. with them uh, and Bruce Banner and some other Avengers uh, business. I think people listening to this will be very excited to hear that. Yeah. A lot of Sunspot and Cannonball fans out there. Um, moving forward back down to Earth, before we go back to Avengers 23, uh, we get to know Thane a little more yes. in this issue. This is kind of more the introduction of Thane. Um, he's still coming to terms with all the horrible stuff that's happened to him, but he has the unfortunate 
I guess you could say, uh, luck of running into the Ebony Maw. Yes. Who tricks him into putting on a battle suit that both helps contain his power, but now kind of restricts him. Right. Um, what do we know about Thane, really, at this point? Um, I don't know that we know uh, Not much. A, a lot per se, but I think we know you know the most important things, which is, one, he's the son of Thanos and he knows it. Mm-hmm. Two, um, he spent his entire life uh, working towards becoming and then actually becoming a healer mm-hmm. within this little hidden inhuman community. And three, hours ago, completely by accident, he just killed everybody, everybody. that he ever knew. Right. Uh, so it's not a great day a for great day for Thane. for Thane, yeah. um, and uh, he's having to process a lot. Oh, and you know he's kind of figured out it by this point that oh his dad is on Earth and probably sure. coming to kill him. Yeah. So so really, um, there's there's not a lot good going on in this guy's life not at this all. point, um, and what that uh, you know what that does to him and how he'll react to that and and uh, how this will all play out we will see. In the issue that is to come, right? But yeah, you know, we know these things about him, and there's still plenty to uh, learn and plenty to explore about that character. Mm-hmm. Um, do we? I, I'm I'm getting lost because it's for me it's you know six Wild, is done yeah. and everything. Uh, I'm trying to remember whether whether uh, he and Thanos come face to face in they this. Do. Issue. Okay, yeah, they do. Yeah, so they they uh, uh, you know now we're starting to get down to the nitty gritty. Of uh, of uh, Thane and uh, what's going to be up with him and and uh, where he's going yeah. in the future. Right, before we go over to Thanos, because I do want to talk about him quickly, Ebony Maw asked about him on an earlier podcast, kind of saying this guy kind of seems like he has his own agenda going. <laughs> Very hard to read because it sometimes it seems like he's plotting against Thanos, and other times it seems like he just wants Thanos' approval. Right. Are we going to learn more, or is this just kind of this, oh, this is well, who he is? There's a whole other. There's a whole other issue. There's a whole other. I got issue. a whole other issue right. of stuff. So yeah, you'll 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 learn more stuff, uh, and there's more to be revealed about most of the Black Order. Right. So you'll learn stuff not just about the Ebony Maw, yeah. but uh, about Black Dwarf and about Supergiant. There's a whole there's a whole uh, um, monologue that Supergiant has talking about her history. Oh, all right. Um, we see some stuff with Proxima and uh, and Glaive, mm-hmm. um, so so there's still uh, plenty to to uh, unveil uh, in the pages of Infinity Six, um, but the Ebony Maw, you know, he's a uh, he's a he's a it's complicated. He's a he's a a, 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 a big character. Yeah, uh, in the whole story and and even in what's to come. Oh, wow, okay. And you know the fact that you don't necessarily know exactly what he's thinking or exactly what he's doing. I think that that's kind of a good thing. He wouldn't be a very adroit schemer if you could tell exactly what was going on uh, behind the eyes all the time. Alright, so let's jump to Thanos. Um, This may seem like a silly question. Yeah, there you go. This may seem like a silly question, but uh, Thanos has what he came to Earth for. He has his son. He can pretty much kill him at will now. But he has also seized control of the Illuminati's weapon stash, mm-hmm. uh, and he is now going to destroy the Earth. Why does he need to destroy the Earth? He already, he already has what he wants. What, <laughs> what is his What is his issue? I don't know if it's a question of having an issue. Mm. I think it's a question of having an opportunity. Okay. Um, you know, those, uh, Thanos. You know, ultimately, is a uh, is a nihilist. Is is a worshiper of death or the concept of death. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, having come across these uh, the the antimatter bombs, 
you know, I don't think it's necessarily a, a plan, like, I'm going to get here, I'm going to destroy the Earth just because, but... Uh, as long as it's sitting right here, I might as, I might yeah, as well. Yeah, I might, I might as well. Yeah. Um, you know, everything's kind of breaking my way, I'm getting all the stuff that I want. What the hell? Look at this thing that I found. This isn't this great. Yeah. Let's blow a few of these up. That'll be fun. Um, he doesn't really need much more than that. Right. Um, you know, he'll grind through, and then, you know, he and his uh, cadre of, of uh, pirates and cutthroats and so forth will move on to the right. next thing, the next conquest, the next pillage or plunder or scheme or power grab. So, right. uh, you know, on a certain level, I don't know that he cares one way or the other whether the earth lives or dies, uh, other than... You know, on on any scale, anywhere, he would rather things die more than they sure. live, just in general. So that's, that's his thing. Yes, that's what he's after. All right, so we end Infinity Number Five with Thanos looking pretty triumphant. The Illuminati making a bit of a dent. They're fighting their way into Wakanda. Mm -hmm. They're getting there. Yes. Uh, and the heroes, the Avengers, heading home to deal with this. Yep. Quickly touching on Avengers Number Twenty Three, uh, just because. Ryan and I read it on the normal podcast last week, and we said it was one of our best issues, not just of the week, but of the year. And oh, I've, seen, I've seen online and elsewhere a lot of people praising this issue, and what they what they love about it is the fact that basically you have the first half, the Avengers trying to figure out their thing, and they send uh, Shang-Chi, it was a great issue, yep. Black Widow and Manifold, to shut down the field that yeah, Thanos has put around her. Yep. If they shut down the peak, they're going to go there, they're going to do that, and the Avengers are going to bust in. Everyone seems to love the scene where uh, the Avengers have already left because they assume this is getting underway. Yeah, yeah. Manifold jumps back and it's just Gladiator, Ronan, Super Scroll, and Nihilus saying, what's going on, human? And yeah. he's saying, oh no, we, we, we got beat by Black Dwarf and now the Avengers are gone. We're screwed. And then you flip the page and the four of them go down and just go to town on Black Dwarf. People seem to love that sequence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's getting a lot of love. So I just thought I'd. Well, thought I, I'd you know, that again, out. it's it's a it's a it's a big cool sequence. It it's is. A, it's a it's a you know a a once in a lifetime team. Yeah. Of all the biggest badasses. Yeah. Of Marvel space coming together to crush the head of a dude. Yeah. Uh, and they do it so well. They do. Uh, another thing I should mention, you know, uh, uh, you know that issue twenty three. Mm. Um, you know, uh, Laniel Yu on those six Avengers issues, he you know. He turned it up for this. He one. was, well, not just that he yeah. turned it up. He drew that book in two weeks. No way. Really? And he inked it himself because things were so tight that it was oh. just simpler for him to ink it rather than having Jerry ink it. He moved like a demon. I suspect yeah. in those two weeks he slept about three hours Jeez. all told. So, you know, it was a superhuman effort it's, for, for yeah, Lanel, um, you know, uh, uh, really just uh, uh, going. And, and even the places towards the end, because mm -hmm. um, there's a whole scene at the, at the top of that issue that's Cap and Iron Man communicating. Oh, Iron it's Man, Iron Man with a lion. It's yeah, a great, yeah, it's yeah a great Iron, Man, Iron Man calls in, and that scene was written by Jonathan mm -hmm. to make things easier for Laniel because mm -hmm. we knew how late things were. We knew how much Laniel had to get done. So John wrote it basically saying, you know what, for these two pages, you draw a cap, you draw an Iron Man, yeah. we'll stat them back and forth, and we'll make this all work. Right. And Laniel went, I don't want to do that. Right. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm right at the end. Uh, I don't want to cut 
uh, uh, corners on the last issue. So he drew it as a full a full on scene. Right. You know, the only reason that Jonathan did it that way was to try and relieve some of the burden on a guy that that was was burning the candle at both ends in the middle and and probably around the edges a little bit, uh, and he still. Uh, manned up and with the yeah. extra extra yard, even beyond what he was asked for, to uh, to make that an excellent book. So really, if if stuff works about that issue, it, it works because he yeah. he gave one hundred and twenty five and a third percent. We talked earlier, and you know I know we've talked to the artists about this too. That part of um, your plan that worked was to kind of pit these guys against each other <laughs> in terms of a can you top this. And obviously, it's uh, it's paid off. I guess Lanil, maybe, maybe Lanil's the guy to beat right now. Yes. A lot of pressure. Yes. yes. Remaining in. But we're not done yet. We still do have uh, coming out this week when this podcast goes up Infinity Number Six. Number Six. And then there's still a new Avengers issue coming as well. Yes. Yes. Right? The aftermath uh, epilogue. That out. New Avengers Number Twelve. Very yeah. important. It's on the little chart at the back. Exactly. It's the one that That's the lion goes down to the bottom on Earth. Yeah. One of twelve in a diamond. Yeah. That one. And there's still some tie-ins to come to. I think we still have another Guardians tie-in. Yeah, there are a couple of straggler tie-ins. Yeah. Um, uh, Infinity the Heist number four, mm-hmm. I think, is going to ship about six months after this is all done. Oh, great. <laughs> <When we're laughs> is that Frank Thierry's? They're book? still, they're still robbing a... They, oh, you know, it's a big tower. Oh, of course. They got off at the wrong floors. floor. Yeah. You know, they had to ask guys for directions. Yeah. It was It was a whole... Yeah. It's a whole thing. So yeah, there are a couple of tie-ins that are still uh, that are still uh, uh, winding their way to completion. Right. Yeah. Speaking of the Guardians of the Galaxy, I did like that uh, Star Lord and Rocket showed up for a panel in Phase Number Five, but they still made the chart at the beginning of the issue. They were in the issue, so they were in the chart. They're, they're in six as well. They're yeah. in six as well, and and uh, two issues of Guardians. I guess yeah. the second of which. Number nine is still to come. Yes, yeah, still and to is, come. And is, uh, is pretty cool. That, that's, it's pretty balls out. Well, it's all been very cool. People have been really been digging Infinity, and uh, I've, I've been enjoying doing this podcast with you. Well, As always, it's, it's coming close to the end. Yeah, well, six. Six is a big deal. Yeah, well, we'll get together. It's, it's, double, it's double sized or more than, yeah, it's, it's like a huge issue. Yeah. It's, it's, it's massive. Um, and it's got probably, possibly, uh, you know, the, the, you know, the, 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 most bombastic, the largest, the most dramatic, the 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 most teeth and spittle in your face mm-hmm. uh, throwdown with Thanos hmm. that maybe cer- certainly in years and years and possibly ever. Um, you know, it's it it uh, it really is uh, something to experience. Yeah, uh, and it's just uh, you know page after page of, of Jim Chung bringing it. In wow. the biggest uh, way possible, and for all the people who've kind of you know up till now, Thanos has been a presence in the series, mm-hmm. but he's been a presence that's mostly stood around and looked ominous. Yeah, except for that fight with Black Bolt. Which yeah, he, that's true. He did have he did intense. have he did have a big throwdown with Black Bolt, um, and and this is like that, but more. This is like that, but turned all the way up. That's cool because you really have this huge team of Avengers to fight him. Whereas even you know in Infinity Gauntlet, which is kind of the classic yeah. Thanos story, it was not really the A-list Avengers team, it was whoever was left. And Infinity Gauntlet was was huge. I mean, yeah. it was huge in a different way. Right. Yeah, you know, it was huge, but it really like, because Thanos was so all-powerful... It was cl- snapping his fingers. Yeah, nobody really laid a glove yeah, on it Thanos. Was, it wasn't punches back You know, before. in this, um, you know, people, people clearly... Uh, uh, get get uh, hurt and messed up, and mm. you see that there's a fight going on. Right. 
Um, you feel the exertion of all of these characters yeah. as as they're pitting themselves against not just Thanos, but then the the Black Order are, are oh, yeah. still there. Like there's there's still yeah. other things to deal with. But as a too. yep, as a as just a Thanos throwdown, yeah. you know, it's probably the most visceral Thanos fight. Not necessarily the largest, because right. like I say, Gauntlet uh, was probably the biggest in terms of scale. Thanos yeah, but this fighting, a, you know, the the, yeah. the various cosmic uh, uh, entities and so forth. So it's not on that sort of yeah. scale, but in terms of uh, a throwdown that you really can get between your teeth, sure. and you can really see what the these heroes are made of and what Thanos is made of, and why everybody for five issues has been going. We're very worried that Thanos <laughs> doesn't like us, and we better stay on his good side. Yeah, you know, this ten pages of this will will, will be enough, and then Validate. there'll be ten more, and then there'll be ten more to convince you yeah. that uh, you know he's pretty much second to none as uh, as a, a wrecking machine that yeah. rolls over everything and anything in his path. It's not just going to be no uh, Thanos turning Nova into cubes. <laughs> no image that haunts my childhood. <laughs> Devastating. <laughs> I, was, I was, you know, my. Oh is, is that what happened to Rich Ryder? It was so exciting. He was turned to cubes. It was so exciting that Nova was actually getting to be on this A-list team yep. to go against Thanos, yep. and then within two panels, he got turned to cubes. Aw, poor, poor Rich. That's all right. He, he got better. He yeah. got back. They he, got, he got back at Thanos. Hey, hey, he had his day. Yeah. Rich Ryder always has his day. Well, this has been tremendous. It sounds like you had a really good issue to look forward to with Infinity Number 6, and then... uh. We'll talk about it, and then I'll have to come up with some other excuse to come and bother you. We have, uh, you know, uh, we have, yeah, we'll probably, we have. We'll probably do another event. Next yeah, I've, I've, well, <laughs> we know. I know what the, you know, the next three events. I'm doing all of them, so well, we know what the next three are. So if it ain't, if it ain't broke, we can right? we can start to schedule those. Oh, all right. So people out in the world can uh, now be trepidatious and fearful about what is to yeah. come. They also have to be worried about missing this podcast too much. Yes. We'll be back soon. Yes. All right. Well, thank you very much, Tom. Thank you, Ben. Thanks everyone who's listening. Of course, you can send us your comments on this episode. Uh, to hashtag this week in Marvel on Twitter, we read them on the normal episodes, and I will try to get some stuff back to Tom. Maybe we'll do a, maybe we'll do an all reader question one uh, after we're done with the. That'd final. be that'd be cool. That'd be yeah, worthwhile. Sure, really sure. So maybe we'll do that too. All right, this is Marvel, your universe. <laughs> <laughs>